Come on in. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. Two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Hey, Lainey. Hi, Laura Beth. You know what makes me happy? What's that? Today's topic and the fact that people are seeing Steel Magnolias in the theaters this week. Love it. Love both. We'll be in a theater on Tuesday. Super excited. When this comes out, we will have already seen it probably. Oh, no, I guess we'll see it that night. That night. Yeah. Yep. With some other listeners as well. So that's fun. Well, um, on today's topic, um, as we were discussing what we were going to talk about this week, I had a list of things I wanted to talk about that were summer. We have a long list, actually. <laughs> like, do. get ready, because we have seasonal lists. Seriously, yeah. And you can always add to it, too. Yes. But anyway, um, so yeah, as I was thinking through seasonal things that we needed to discuss, I threw out an idea, not even thinking about, but it rhymed. Yes. <laughs> so today, we're talking... Peaches and beaches. Yes, this is so summer and so great. Two of my favorite things, peaches and beaches. And Lainey got all festive and made us cheers. Cheers. A Kentucky mule with yes. your spin on it. This which, is my little version that I love that has uh, white peach syrup in mm-hmm. it. So it's so good sticking and it's so with cold. our topic the photo I just put on our Instagram story has the bubbles of coldness you can see on this mule glass like it's yeah. just I love so the refreshing. mules stay so cold in these copper mugs mm-hmm. so that is a fun part of this cocktail but yeah it's you know got the traditional lime, fresh lime juice ginger beer but I use a peach syrup instead of a just a simple syrup. And it's so good. Yum. It's so refreshing. And I use the old Bardstown bottled in bond that I got in Kentucky on our on our Willet. Little Willet trip. trip. Yep. That was fun. Well welcome. We're so glad you're here. If you haven't gotten um, your hands on a cocktail of your choice, maybe you're pouring yourself some coffee or Maybe you've got your headphones in while you're doing some cleaning. Who knows? We've Who knows? been hearing from people that listen to us at all hours of the day. So um, we're so glad to dive in. And um, let's start with peaches. Yeah. Oh, yes. Big, juicy peaches. I actually got some peaches yesterday from the peach truck. Yes. So if you haven't heard of the peach truck, um, let me just clue you in. It's a fun stop. It's not just the Nashville area that has the peach truck, but it really did come because a guy by the name of Stephen Rose moved here from Georgia and he realized Nashville doesn't really have groceries that carry fresh peaches. Fresh, yeah. This is weird. You know, mm-hmm. like Georgia's right there. Like what's yeah. the, wh- why the gap? And so um, he, I guess, had spent his childhood summers in his hometown of Fort Valley, Georgia. And basically, you know, after he established that Nashville had a peach problem, he and his wife just got to dreaming and started to figure out, okay, we can deliver this. How can we get these great Georgia peaches to all the Nashvilleans? And they, in the summer of 2012, sold peaches out of like an old Jeep. Love it. In the Nashville area. And within five weeks, the city had consumed over 10 tons of their brown bag peaches. Unreal. So, needless to say, Nashville no longer had a peach problem. And now the peach truck is on corners of Nashville, Franklin, you know, the Middle Tennessee area. But then they also go on tour to various states. So that's why I wanted to mention it here because it's not just for Nashvillians. And it's not even just in the South. So where you saw where So I saw that they're now in these states, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Texas, and Florida. That's awesome. Or you can order them online, but it is fun to go stop by and actually see them and touch them and pick yeah. them out. And I think they um, just bag up whatever is ripe now. Like yes. not picking variety that you want and yes. all that. It's like here's what's ripe here's now. Here's what's available. Yes. So what you get in May might be different than what you get in July. Yeah. From them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great concept. And I'm amazed at the coverage they have in Nashville. Yeah. Um, 
all over the they, city. And they, there were two near me this weekend on Saturday. Amazing. I think there was three or four in Franklin. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's great coverage. And um, I'm not going to say it's the cheapest price. But they are ripe. Well, and, and they are bringing them up. Right. From, I mean, they're bringing it to you. Yeah. So that's yeah. what you, you're paying if for. If you figure that in. And they've got a cookbook I'm kind of interested oh, that's right. in. Right. You're just coming I'll just out. continue to plug them. Next they're not month. paying us to do this. <laughs> but um, yeah, and June 25th is okay. their the Peach Truck Cookbook release. So if you want peach recipes, which we're going to talk about some of those later. Yeah. There's some so good, many great things you can do with peach peaches. Recipes. Well, there's great peaches all around in the south, but especially deep in the south yes. and and east of us. So I would say Georgia's the peach state, mm-hmm. so they're going to obviously have a lot yeah. of peaches. Um, Alabama has a good bit, and South Carolina, it's my understanding, puts out more peaches to the country than any other state. Wow, so, I didn't know that. So... There you go. Maybe and there's, they should there's be the peach state. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, different people think different peaches are best. I think we should have a taste off sometime. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> different ones. and Yeah, because, I mean, people do different things with peaches, right? Some Absolutely. Some people only want to just can them or can them or just bite into a juicy peach. They don't right. want it in a cobbler or yes. muddled with other things. One of my favorite things about summer is literally eating a peach over the sink because it's juicing all so over the juicy. place. Yeah. Like that I yeah. can't even yeah. do it without leaning right. over. That is so fun. <laughs> there is really, I mean, I, I say this, but then I'm pausing myself as well. I was going to say there's nothing more Southern than a fruit stand <laughs> with peaches. Seriously. I mean, there are, but yeah. You know, boiled peanuts and peaches. (laughs) Yeah, there's certain even road trips, which again, that's why we thought this makes for a great topic. Is some of these great fruit stands are actually on the way the way to the beach. beach. You can literally get them for your trip or on your way home. Yeah. What do you think are some of the better varieties to do with certain things? Like if you're gonna, well, I don't know my varieties. Like okay, by by heart. Yeah, I don't either. Um, So I did look this up though. So let me say here, um, to eat right away, Yeah, uh, it's my understanding that the white flesh scarlet pearl or the southern pearl, because okay. they're really sweet. Okay. So those are good ones if that's what your if goal is, is you just want to eat, just eat it. Beach. Again, different things are ripe in different times, though. So wherever you are, maybe ask them, like, hey, what would be best for okay. just eating? Or, yeah. hey, I'm going to grill these. What would you recommend? Or whatever. Yeah. Um, for cobblers, um site I was meant that I was reading says flavor crest harvester or topaz okay and then if you're canning um, you're gonna want to wait until around June 20th or later when the freestone season starts and a freestone okay. is the that the flesh breaks cleanly away which I love that Ooh, do you know what I'm talking about yes, I do so that that um, pit is you can easily toss the pit so yeah. those are the ones you want if you're canning yeah um, so there's a few varieties. That's but. good to know. Okay. So I have a recipe that you and I came across from Celeste Davis, who yes. runs the wellness workshop and she eats very clean yes. and promotes a lot of healthy dietary choices. Right. And part of what I love that she does is she wants you to shift to things, um, Based on what you already love. So if you right. are, you know, if you've got a sweet tooth, she's going to find a recipe for you. To help you feel satisfied. To feel satisfied That's in, right. in that sweetness. She has a great recipe. Her recipe for, it's a raw peach cobbler. It is not baked. Mm-hmm. Um, is absolutely wonderful. You do not miss one ounce of sugar or any. It's surprising to me. It is so naturally sweetened. So it's got, um obviously peaches it's got a lot of peaches yeah i think it calls for seven or eight peaches in the recipe cinnamon coconut oil dates vanilla cashews pecans i mean you you that dates gives it that um that's where this major sweetness sweet comes from and cr- kind of almost creamy kind of yeah consistency that feels cobblery yes <laughs> and you crumble it and you, like you're gonna finely chop or even you know blend or pulse those nuts yeah. to give it that crumble. Yeah. So even the consistency of the whole thing isn't just, you know, match for match. It's just wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, I'll put that 
recipe up on our show notes because yeah. I've it's, seen it's the guilt-free version. It is so good. It's not going to be topped with big old thing of ice cream, but it is really good. Yeah. So I'll tell you what is topped with ice cream is the other <laughs> recipe I was going to mention. <laughs> Shifting gears um, is the Southern Living Grilled Peach Cobbler. So you actually make this in a cast iron skillet. Yes, love it. And it is so wonderfully bubbly mm. when it's ready. And I love the look of something in a cast iron skillet. I like, do it's too. even pretty. I do, too. So, I've made this a few times. In fact, my husband likes making it because okay. it kind of feels like he's grilling. The grill. <laughs> he's the grill guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll put that recipe up as well. Yeah. It is Top sweet. it with some bluebell ice cream. Bluebell, yes. Come on with that. Yes. So good. Well, I have a couple recipes that I make, too. Well, I love to just even grill peaches, like, on yes, the side of things. Put yeah, them down. so yes. good. And then I also have a recipe that I like to make. Sometimes it's just a super simple. So I'm just going to tell you what it is here. Mm-hmm. There's not very many ingredients. Um, you get a, just a 9 or 10 ounce package of frozen cheese tortellini. Okay. Cook that. You know, boil that. Um, two cups of sliced peaches, a medium red bell pepper, and mixed salad greens. So you put all of that on your, you know, that's the yeah. salad. Yeah. And then it's a vinaigrette that you mix a half a cup of peach preserves, a fourth of a cup of peach vinegar, a tablespoon of finely chopped jalapeno, and a half a cup of olive oil. Mix all that up as your vinaigrette. That's nice. And it's so yummy for summertime. That's Super nice. easy, too. So, so Lainey, Lainey only has a handwritten version <laughs> so old of this recipe. It's not online anywhere. So, so I rewind will, I will, and write it down. I will take a photo and put it on our Instagram sometime this week so that you can, if you haven't followed along and handwritten that down for yourself, you can later today. <laughs> there you go. Um, well. Yeah, go ahead. What else? Well, I'm just thinking... You know, on your way to the beach or headed south, wherever you're headed, there's some great stops for peaches in both yes. Alabama and Georgia. Yes. And if you're headed east to go over to the Carolinas, there's some great stops. So I just think we should talk. Where Absolutely. Do, where do yeah. So, I mean, any old fruit stand will do usually. Yes. But there are some sort of glorified <laughs> fruit stands and stops that we wanted to highlight. And if you are in our area headed to Florida, you may know exit 205. 205. 205 Peach Park is what was highlighted to me from our listener, Diane, who's been going down to Seagrove for <laughs> 20 plus years, I think. She is awesome. Yeah. So this is actually family owned and operated. Peach Park opened in 1984. I love that. 1984 love by Jean and Francis Gray. And it, it was a small roadside fruit stand. It's now grown into a barbecue restaurant, bakery with home, homemade fried pies, cobblers, cakes, it's got a gift shop, which Diane made sure to tell me has tons of U of A, U- University <laughs> of Alabama um, apparel. And we won't gifts. hold that against her. Just kidding. It is seven acres. This Love whole property it. is. So it's a great rest stop area. You know, they've, they've got areas for um, kids to play. So on a beach trip, this is definitely a good stop, even if you're not just looking for peaches. Like Diane was saying winter, spring, summer, fall, this is their stop. Like, they don't just stop here. And if you don't know where we're talking, but you've driven this, you may have seen the big um, Clanton, Clanton, the city's water tower, has a huge peach on it. Yeah, so some folks think that the giant peach you see from I-65 is Peach Park, but it's that's Mm -hmm. not actually Peach Park. Right. I'm just saying that's where we're talking about. There's different stops there. Yeah, so this is exit 205 off of... I-65. And, yeah. Chilton County is the county there, and they voted that Peach Park as the best fried peach pie as well. Also, really yummy as a fried fried peach peach pie. pie. So This is making me want... We're even... We have (laughs) peach fulfillment happening through this wonderful (laughs) cocktail, but I even want more peaches as we're talking. Well, and then... um, Another huge one on that exit is Durban Farms Market. Um, they usually have 15 varieties of peaches in June. Stop. 15. So that ones. was ev- maybe everything you mentioned early on in this and then show. So. And, then so. and so I'm sure they could tell you based on what you want. Um, they also have homemade peach ice cream there, which 
is one of my most favorite (laughs) things in summer. Which, by the way, when the Chick-fil-A peach milkshake comes out in the summertime, it's like, it's good for me to not know that that's even happened. That's true. Because it is so good if you haven't had that. But yeah, peach uh, ice cream. They also have peach pies and different things. Um, And I forgot to mention, this is just south of Birmingham, this exit, if that helps anyone. Yeah, but before Montgomery. Yes. Like in between. Um, and I love this. In the Durban Farms, they also have the Chilton County Peach Princesses portraits on around, uh-uh. around the wall. Stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are the moments when I'm like, I love this area. I know. And I, um, at some point, want to talk. That's one of my subjects I want to talk about is festival princesses. Yes. I think that is The pageantry so that accompanies. The South. I love it. The fairgrounds. <laughs> um, so that's um, Durban Farms. Great place to go uh, as well. And then also there's one if you want to do the picking of the peaches. Okay. If you want to actually get, you know, do that. There's a place called Culp Fruits. You pick. Um, Same county area there. Okay. So if you want to pick, there's a place where you can do that. Um, There's also the Chilton County Peach Festival Parade. (laughs) Oh, wow. On June the 28th, if anybody oh, loves so to hit that. happen to be coming through in June. And I'm sure the the f- new Peach Princess would love to wave at you. That at is so parade. great. So, anyway, there's a little bit about... All things peaches. In Alabama. Yes. That's the Alabama places. Um, do you want me to talk more about... Do you have anything if we're going in another direction? Or? If you're headed the Georgia way... Yeah. Down... Um, you're going to, most of the peaches there are near Macon. So, and okay. south of there. Okay. So, pretty far down. We're, we're past Atlanta. We're that's deep pretty good down. Into Georgia, Way yes. down there. Um, Lane South Orchards was one that I read okay. about. Dickey Farms in Musella. Okay. Pearson Farm in Fort Valley. And Taylor Orchards in Reynolds. Okay. So, there's some different places in Georgia you could hit. Nice. And then, um, if you're headed east from here or wherever you live, I don't right. know what direction you would be exactly. headed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, South Carolina is known for a lot of peaches, and I found a couple of just stories that cracked me up about South Carolina. There's a place called Cooley Springs. It's six miles west of Chesney. It's close to the North Carolina line. Okay. Um, place called James and the Killer Bees. It is. I love this so much. I'm intrigued. James Cooley. Um, Okay, let's see here. Cheerful countenance and constant traffic. The barn has the look of a political rally or a country fair instead of a farm market, which suits James Cooley just fine. He says, when they hit the brakes, I know I've got a chance, says the third generation farmer. If they see something that makes them slow down and take a look, there's a chance they'll turn in. If they ever stop, I'm going to sell them a peach. There you go. And I thought this was just so cute. It says, it's clear that this place is blessed by a woman's touch. Interesting. In the shade of the barn, white tables sit covered with red checkered tablecloths and heavy with produce. As soon as customers exit their cars, they're they're, uh, piled with free samples and showered with plain old Southern hospitality. This is where a father of four girls counts his blessings. This is what he says. His wife, Kathy, and daughters, Brandy, Brooke, Brittany, and Bethany. That's the killer bees. Okay, the bees. bees. Got it. They help out with the family business outside of the building. Um, Everybody around these parts knows about the killer bees. It says, no doubt, many a customer has been charmed into buying more produce than intended. Um. The people who, and this is one of the daughters, Brandy. This is a quote from her. I love what I do. The people who come here make it all worthwhile. She's a recent uh, Clemson University graduate. It says so many of the customers are like family because they've watched us grow up. We love our customers, and in return, they love us back. So he's got these girls all (laughs) working this stand, and I just thought that was so adorable. I feel like I'm listening to the setting of a fanny flag. Yeah, in fact, I read a Fanny Flag book last summer that was called The All Girls Filling Station. Okay. And it was this dad that had a gas station. 
And the girls work and there. And all the girls Love work it. there. Even one was like a mechanic. Like she <laughs> learned how to work on the cars. Yeah. I love That's that. so great. I love it. And then a couple other ones that I read about, um, there's a family called the McLeods um, who have been, let's see, my granddad, they say my granddad planted the first peaches in 1916. Whoa. And they've been selling them ever since. So their place is, where did I? Sorry. That's okay. Change my notes here. You've had a lot on your list. McBee, South Carolina is where they are. The McLeods. Okay. Okay. Um, Sounds like a good Scottish family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And these might be small towns. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it feels like they are. So Um, it's also nice to support their economy, in my opinion. That's right. I know. And just the generations that have gone on of Mm -hmm. doing this. And one other one was the old-fashioned roadside stand, Cook's Roadside Market, 50 miles southeast of Columbia, South Carolina, Okay. on U.S. 25 in Edgefield County. Um, all of these had cute little stories, but I won't go into every detail. But there should be a website. Is there not grapefruitstands.com? There totally should be. I don't know if that exists. Cutefruitstands.com? I don't know. Something. Yeah, so That's get cool. some peaches. Yeah, get some and peaches. And make some yummy things and enjoy... And it sounds to me like you've got time, right? Like oh, I'm absolutely. Hearing a lot We're on the June. beginning. We are just we're just starting out. In fact, so many of the varieties aren't even ripe if yet. You've so. listened to this even a few weeks after it's been out. You're you may be still good to in go. good standing. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that's the peaches, and <laughs> now we're going to talk about the beaches. Yes. So there's one thing I do think that Southern people do well. Not one thing. There's so, there's many, so things. many things. Um. I think we do beaches really well. (laughs) And that became evident when I sat down to think through what beaches do I want to highlight? Because there were actually a lot. Well, even think about the, okay, think about the layout of the South. Almost every state in the South has a coast. I know. And that's funny that I'm saying this as an inland person. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, Texas has beaches, Louisiana has... I mean, like, if you go around... Of course, Florida, practically the whole thing is. Exactly. So, yeah, we do have lots of choices. The East Coast has their choices. But, yeah, we only got... We've only got lakes here. In Tennessee. (laughs) But we love... Well, I love the beach. You're okay with it in increments, which you were going to mention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just... Well, I think you need to know your vacation style. When you're planning a beach trip, what do you love? What, you know... Who's going? Right. What's the plan? Like, what are you hoping to do do or not do? Do we have dogs? Do we, yeah, are we? What's your budget? What do you want, what can you spend? All of these things matter. And we've done lots of different variety, Mm -hmm. I think. But I'm just the type, I I love to just sit and read and relax for two or three days. Yeah. And then I need some things to see. I need culture, I need museums. So I'm going to lean on. Picking beaches that have that right that around are, that are less by. beach only towns. Yeah. So let's start with Charleston. Yes, that's a good one to start with yes. because it is very much both beach town and all things glorious. All, all things <laughs> glorious. Yes, but it's got so much culture that if you yeah. didn't spend one day at the beach, even if you, you would love be photography, completely satisfied. Be, yeah, but even if so you only to went to do the beaches. You would also be completely satisfied. So Charleston is interesting because it is multiple islands. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, each of those beaches on those islands have varying personalities. Mm -hmm. Almost like when you go out to visit these wineries on in Napa or some of the distilleries. It draws a certain age group sometimes or, you know economic status even mm-hmm. I'll talk about that for sure here in a minute well in the you know long long time ago if you were the wealthy families even in the northeast you usually had a home in Charleston yeah that was just yeah the place in the south that was kind of a hub and a port and all that but yeah anyway so Charleston is interesting from here in Nashville because we now have direct flights from so even getting to Charleston is much now more easy Achievable. I used to make the drive because I had two friends that the summer after 2003, summer of 2003, we had, we all had one more semester of college. (laughs) 
And because we didn't finish on time. <laughs> and they moved there with hopes to put some roots down. So they just got summer jobs. So I went to visit them. So it's very nostalgic for me just because I've been going since 2003. Yeah. So I used to make the drive and it was a drive. It was like nine hours yes. from Nashville. So when they opened that direct flight page. up, yeah. I was all about it. And I even looked it up in June. You could get a round trip flight for three twenty. Okay, that's for a summer flight round trip. I feel like that was pretty fair. That's, yeah. that's the nonstop. So I would nominate Folly Beach, which okay. is just south of Charleston. And should I talk about each one? Yeah, let's just chat about all those. Okay, there's so yeah. So fo- I haven't been to all of them, but I've been to some. Yeah. So, Folly is... I think the name says a lot. <laughs> it's Folly. Doesn't it? It's, it's just Lucy fun and silly. And surfers. A <laughs> lot of surfers. College students. In fact, the surf bar out at Folly Beach is one of the best dive bars I've come across. I've even seen it appear in Southern Living now. Love like, it. it's on the radar now, but back then it wasn't. Yeah, I just feel like it's... Um, it, no matter what age, because you see, you know... Guys in their 30s, 40s, 50s out there surfing. Like, it's, it has a young people vibe, but it's not necessarily just <coughs> college kids. So, anyway, I would say Folly Beach has to be on there. The Lost Dog Cafe is a breakfast and lunch spot out there. So great. Just very, you know, a lot of organic choices. Okay. But, um, just a great beach hang for an awesome cup of coffee. And, again laid back, grab lunch at Burt's Market, you know, go out to the beach all day. They have really awkward parking lots, but I feel like if you stick with it and you find an area you want to be in, you'll figure it out. And there's some, like, homes to rent as well. Yes. Like, not just... Good beach houses. Yeah, screen porch kind of... With all kinds of personality. Yeah. Not just high-rise condos. In fact, yeah. there's no high-rise condos out yeah. there. There's one hotel. But, yeah, it's mostly beach beachfront, too. Yeah, A lot right. of beachfront properties that you can get on Airbnb or VRBO. Yeah. So, yeah, I love Folly. We for need the, to do that with Jacob. The laid-back surfer side of things. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like you're not in Charleston because you're so far so removed casual. from all the historic yeah. charm. But yet and, you're not for you're people not. like me that want to go yes. eat at the foodie places and take pictures of the old historic yeah. architecture. and Yeah. yeah. So, that's a great, yeah. That's so a great I love, place. love, love Folly Beach. It's just south of Charleston. And then Isle of Palms is there in the Charleston area as well. That's a great beach. Um, even has some places, you know, where you can, public beaches where you can park and go. Yeah. Um, I would say it's a little more she-she than uh-huh. um, yeah. Folly. Yeah. It's going to probably draw a little bit older crowd. There's golfing there. You yeah. know yeah. how golfing will kind of bring Absolutely. a different vibe. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know what else to say, but I, I like that area. I will say there's no alcohol allowed on the beach. Like, obviously, the restaurants have it. Okay. I, you were saying, how do they monitor that? I don't know, and I don't know how strictly they do, but that right. does change a vibe of a beach. So, if you're going to have yes, college party people, they're going to Folly. They're probably not going yeah. to Isle of Palms. Yeah. And that could be good or bad, depending on what you're looking for. Yeah. So then the other, I would say, two other spots. One I don't have a ton to say about because I've only been out there when it was cold, so I didn't actually even spend any time on the beach. But Sullivan's Island is a great island and beach area. I went to the Obstinate Daughter, which is a great food foodie restaurant out there. So, again, like we've said, even if you're not beaching, mm-hmm. these are some really great areas to even find yourself. It was mm-hmm. March, and it was really cold. Okay. So we didn't even go out to the beach. And then um, the other I would mention is Kiowa Island. Uh-huh. I first heard of Kiowa when HGTV was doing a dream home out there. Okay. They gave away one. And it's further south than Folly. So at this point, you're 
you're a good distance from Charleston, but you're still... Now, it's all private, though. In the area. Beaches. It is very private. It is very upscale. There's yeah. a lot also of... golfing there. There's a lot of closed-off areas. Parking is very limited. Like, okay. I feel like there's one parking lot. Oh, wow. Okay. It's big on tennis, We got too. waitlisted on a parking oh, lot. Have you ever been waitlisted on a parking lot? Because I have. So, we... They literally took our name and number down, and we we'll went to the know. Harris Teeter to start our grocery shopping. That's so that's a good idea, too. Yeah. Get on the wait list. Go get on the wait list mm-hmm. if you see, and then go back to Harris Teeter <laughs> and get your groceries to take out to the beach. Yeah, it's primarily, you know, golfing. Um, I mean, it's people that own the homes yeah, out there, so right. they're not really wanting a lot of public yeah. beachgoers, but it's beautiful. That's cool. It's really beautiful. What else would you say about Charleston beaches? That's all I was going to say on that. But, um, yeah, there's definitely more South Carolina I want to talk. But, yeah. Yeah. We're both big fans of the whole Charleston scene. Absolutely. 100%. If if East Coast Atlantic Ocean is on your radar, Mm -hmm. I would highly recommend Charleston as one of your beach options. Absolutely. Okay. Where Stick else? in South Carolina. Yeah. I love Hilton Head. I still love Hilton yes. Head. I haven't been in a while. I have a real dear friend that lives there, Becca. Shout out. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, so she even gave me some restaurants now. Because, you know, things change. They and do. So, anyway. Uh, Hilton Head. The first time I went to Hilton Head was in high school. And okay. I loved that beach because there wasn't a lot of touristy feel to it. It's yeah. also, you know, lots of residents there. Yep. Um, so they have a lot of beach volleyball. There's a place called Tiki Hut where you can do beach volleyball. So and we did that when yeah. I was there on that trip. And we had so much fun doing that. And you meet other people. Um, there's a lot of kayaking on Skull Creek or Broad Creek. The Harbor Town area is real cute. Okay. Um, restaurants. Hudson's on the docks and up the creek restaurant or two. And I think that's a cute name. So cute. And don't you just love, I mean, I remember places like this in Hilton Head, but really every beach has them just where you can go in your flip flops and yes, little dress thrown over your bathing suit and eat, you know, some good seafood and, um, you know, just such a casual vibe. I love that feel. Um, there is also that, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, right Dafuski Island that yeah, seems to have a lot of cute shops and things like that. I've looked at them on, on Instagram, and it seems like there's just a lot of cute things there. That's in the yes. same Hilton Head area. Um, yeah, so big fan of Hilton, Hilton Head. Head Island. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to think, Hilton Head is just north of Charleston. Right? It is actually south of Charleston, north of Savannah. Oh, it's right in between us. So there's Charleston, then you keep going down Beaufort, Hilton Head, then you come to Savannah. Then if you keep going down, you get into Georgia, like St. Simons, Jekyll, Cumberland Island, Amelia Island. And is Tybee Island down there? I've heard of Tybee. Tybee is also a Georgia, but I'm not sure where it falls. It's not on this little... We had some at. we had some people when we were mentioning that we were going to be talking about this that, that had some passion around Amelia Jekyll. Yes. Um, and, yeah. Well, Amelia, I was just reading an article that John Grisham wrote that he fell in love with oh. Amelia Island and has built a place there. They've been going for a while, and they, they decided to build a place there. So... Well, that's a says good, a lot. Good he endorsement. Could probably build a place wherever he wants. He at this sure point. could. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's getting into Florida. Okay. But yeah, yeah. And then I'm I'm sorry. I know it's touristy, but there's something that I, I still you, I know hold dear with say. the Myrtle Beach. What I'm sorry. I know say? people think it's so touristy, and <sighs> but I'm just. Endeared. I know. Well, we... With Shag. With Shag. We've been there on some really special vacations with family and, and friends. Just, yes. Yeah. I just... Yeah. It's endearing. It's endearing because of some of the people I've been with there, too. And, yeah, if you're listening to this and we're not calling out your favorite beach, it may be because you have so... Well, it may be for various Many reasons. reasons. We may but have just not been. Your passion may be 
because of the people that you go with. It yeah. may have nothing to do with the sand so or true. the restaurants. So it may just true. be that was where you learned how to fish as a young child. Yes. Or, you know, who knows? That's right. That's right. And I'm not going to, you know, gosh, there's so many beaches, again, because of where the south, so many of the southern states touch. But I don't want to get past saying I dream of going to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. I've never been. So I gave it honorable mention. It is only because not I easy to get to. I haven't been, and I don't know when I'm going to because it's so hard to get to. Yeah. But I would love to see those wild horses know, running on the running beach. Running on the beach, those mustangs out there, and and just there's no. It, it is you rent houses. I mean, it's not, yeah. um, you know, high rises and all of that, which again adds to the just calmness and mm-hmm. sereneness of the beach. Yeah, but yeah. If anybody wants to take me to Outer Banks, I'm willing to go. I just she's ready. <laughs> You just have to drive her there, too. Oh, my gosh, yeah. There's no flying right to it. So it does get a mention, but we neither you we or I have been. So it's hard to highlight much of it, except for, for the fact that it sounds great. Okay, should we go 65 South? Let's do it. Okay. This is some of the... Okay. We have been to a lot of beaches. Yes. And you can quote me as saying... As far as just the prettiness of the sand and water, it doesn't get better than the panhandle of Florida. No. The Gulf of Mexico <laughs> panhandle that we're going about to talk about are the most gorgeous beaches. Other than like the Caribbean, which it looks like. The I've Caribbean. actually heard many people compare it that to it the looks Caribbean. exactly the same. Yeah. It's I think, crazy. I mean, I've been to at least, I've been to three Caribbean spots. And it's that pretty. It's very similar, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's go there. Okay. So, but first we'll just have to make the joke that there is a highway that we'll talk about here in a second called 30A, and you've seen the stickers if you've been in the South very long because there are so Since 1995, I have a little. So, yeah. That sticker all of a sudden like came so became so popular. I guess around like especially in the area where we live, two thousand five and to present Something is like what that. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. That was also the time when hot yoga was, was real big, becoming really mm-hmm. popular. So <laughs> this is so funny. I don't know why, but for a, the longest time, I thought thirty A was like a hot yoga because you would see thing. minivans everywhere with this blue. Yeah. Sticker that had thirty and the and the sun o was, was the o. The, uh, right. so I thought it was like a hot a. yoga. I think it makes sense. It totally. They does. both became popular about the same time, but I yeah, at so some funny. point it dawned on me that these are people that vacation down. I think I said something about thirty a, and you were like, "Wait a minute, is that?" <laughs> I thought that was a hot yoga place, and I'm like, "What?" It was so hilarious. The sunshine, but let's predate thirty a. Yeah. Because, you know, even when we started here in 30A, 30A, we're like, um, what about, like, we grew up going to PCB. Panama City Beach has been alive (laughs) and well for decades. Yeah. And Destin. That's where you and I both spring breaked. Yes. Right? That's where you would have gone. You would have gone. I went to Hilton Head one time. Okay. Daytona. Daytona. (laughs) And South Padre up and everywhere. (laughs) That's for a different show. Okay. Well, I didn't do Ibiza like you, well, my goodness. True. But anyway. Panama City was definitely a place that it's our v family beach that I thought it would have gone. Like that, yeah, that was the main one yeah. that we went to. So that was pre thirty A, but um but we do have a love for like you were saying, the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. That Panhandle. Fort Walton. Yeah, those are just beautiful to me. So I would say one beach that I'm very curious about down there that I haven't been to, but I feel like I've been to because I've been to the <laughs> others around it, is that Orange Beach, Alabama. Yes. People are loving Orange Beach. Now They're loving it because it's Alabama, a, though. I know. Okay. But okay. Yeah. I went 65 yeah. South. You're right. You're right. Okay. And... Yeah, they're loving it because it's very affordable and to stay. Yeah. It's the white sand. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, crystal blue waters. Now, is it? It's a little closer to Gulf Shores, right? Yes. Okay. It's Which under. We've a, been to. It's under seven hours to drive from Nashville to Orange Beach. Okay. 
that's enticing. And there's some great golfing there as well. Like some of my golfing friends love to go to Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. Okay. For golfing. Okay. Um, one guy that I know, I swear he could play golf anywhere he wanted to. And one of his favorite places is Kiva Dunes Golf Course. Okay. Um, so. And I've heard there's lots of like water sports clubs stuff down there. Yeah. So, I mean, you could be active, not just, you right. know, I, I guess I'm saying that yeah. you've got like. Things to do. A family outdoor. or a group that's wanting to be more active than just sit on the beach. Yeah. It sounds like there's. A lot to do there. And I even like sometimes at the beach to find those like echo tours where you can go see like some of the pelicans and flamingos and stuff. Depending on where you are, like what the Yeah, those are fun. Um Love Destin, Florida. That's Destin. That's now yeah. what we were originally talking about. Yeah. White sand like no other. I mean, it is sugar. It is. Take your it is. bag of sugar out of the pantry, pour it outside, and that's the sand that you'll be stepping out onto. And there's some places down there that have dog beaches in Panama City and mm-hmm. different things if you have your dogs with you. Lots to do for kids Yeah, in Panama City and Destin. You know, the Great Outlet Mall. In case yes. you've got rain, Destin has a good, awesome good to have if you wall. have children to have some things to do. Yeah, put put you know all that kind of stuff that goes along with beach hermit Lies. crabs, <laughs> free hermit crabs. Um, what was I going to say? Um, what are the t-shirts? Uh, airbrush, <laughs> airbrush t-shirts, I'm tattoos, sorry. piercings, all yeah. those things that go with the beach. Um, seafood buffets. Yeah. <laughs> think of that with Myrtle Beach. But anyway, I digress. Well, and I would mention one beach that I never hear anything about. So here's your free pro tip. I have found that there is an area called Carillon Beach Resort. It's labeled as Panama City address, okay. but it's actually really close to Rosemary Beach. So it's right oh. where 30A starts Okay, on the like east side. Okay. Um, Carillon Beach has a resort. It is very affordable. They've got uh, the hotel or con- I guess they would consider them condos. That's a high rise. Okay. It has two awesome pools. And surrounding that is a neighborhood of all homes that okay. are um, for rent. So if you're looking for okay. a larger, I haven't priced those out ever. I don't know okay. what those rent for. But if you're looking for like four to five people to be in a condo, that Carillon Beach is very affordable. So I've stayed Good there a know. couple of times. Okay. Pools, hot tubs, walking distance to your, they've got restaurants on the property. There's like a Publix across the street you can even walk over to if you needed to. I mean, it's. Well, I think one of the things people love about 30A, Rosemary Beach, that was developed in 1995. Yeah. Um, Very walkable. So cute. To places. You know, you can bike. um, Not a whole lot of need for a car once you're there. No. Um, They've got great restaurants. They do. They do. Yeah. They're they're kind of foodie-ish. They are. So that seems almost weird to me when I'm at the beach. I just feel like you're eating seafood or... Turkey sandwiches. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like... I love the fresh seafood you can get in you know, coastal like, places. You're eating a lot so of Pringles yeah. and seafood by night. I don't know. But yeah, Rosemary is super quaint. Lots of shishi shops. And it, to me, I jokingly say Rosemary Beach is Franklin South. It's like even a lot of the same families go there. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's... There's all kind. I mean, all along through there, there's Alice Beach, named for the developer's wife, all white. It looks very, almost like Greece or it's, something. It's beautiful. It's I mean, even if you're just staying in one of the beaches down there, Water it's worth color. it to take a drive yeah. and see the make different. sure you see the others. Same thing. It's like just different vibes and the different. But Seaside's probably the oldest of those, right? I think of so. The- and Seaside, just for people that haven't been there or... I haven't even seen pictures, is, like, literally picture perfect. Yeah. Like, Truman Show yeah. was was filmed, filmed there. there. That's right. That's how picture perfect Seaside, Seaside is. But fun. Yeah. Like, great donut shops and um, very family-friendly. I think that's what I would mostly want to convey about this area that yeah. we're describing. All of the Panhandle Gulf area is very family-friendly. Yeah. Okay. 
the rain summer has, downpour. The rain has come. Um, okay, what about other areas of Florida? Okay, so I, there's, have, I mean, we're going to know the panhandle the best, but there's personality all around. Yeah. Some of which I'll skip from my list because I don't like the personality <laughs> some of it. But Well, I have an area that it was fun to me, but I'm almost embarrassed to admit how much fun I had because I really no, feel like it's more for it's older people. It's gorgeous, though. Do you already know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Captiva? Yeah. Okay. So, Captiva Island, Sanibel Island, yeah. and even all the way down to Naples, so you would have hit Fort Myers by that time. That's a really pretty area, but it's it's also upscale. It's sure still, it is. still in the Gulf of Mexico, so you're still seeing... A lot of the pretty sand and waters. So we're talking Southwest Florida. That would be these would be a flight, yeah, from here sure. from Nashville. Um, I actually snuck into the Ritz Carlton in Naples. I mean, it was that high end just because I wanted to see, you see know, what it looked like. But it was very protected. Every, you know, every sort of property and area was Had very private. private. Yeah. Great sightseeing tours, great wildlife. I would say... Known for their shelling. They are. So, Sanibel Island is literally marked as or considered the best shelling spot in North America. Okay. According to Travel and Leisure magazine. Okay. So, I went there. There's so many people that come just to, like, collect seashells that they have what's called the Sanibel Stoop. (laughs) <laughs> Which is just, you know, seeing people bent over sure. all day long. That's cute. Getting their uh, shells. But, you know. Great fishing, great paddle boarding, that kind of thing there. Really cool and very eclectic and weird restaurant out there called The Bubble Room. Okay. I looked it up to make sure it's still open. It is. They say it's Christmas all year long mm-hmm. there. I mean, it's just very eclectic. Imagine, like what you would think of just a weird aunt in her house of like portraits everywhere that don't match anything. And it's just like a Mardi Gras party in there. But if you do go and I recommend going get the orange crunch cake. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a yellow cake layered with almond brown sugar. And then it's covered with this orange cream cheese icing. Yum. It's one awards. It's so good. Bubble room. Orange crunch cake? Yeah. Not orange crush. Orange no. crunch. Orange okay. crunch. It's because it does kind of have like have a little crunch, crunch to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I think Captiva, Sanibel, and Naples. Absolutely. You, you That's have worth to consider those. Mentioning. Couple people that um, I, I know love St. George Island and Cape Sandblast, which are. Okay. Off, you know, similar yep. part area. Siesta Key is near Sarasota. A lot of people love Siesta Key. Okay. I haven't been there. That um, sounds fun. I haven't fun. been there either. I am not a fan just of the general vibe of the whole Miami, no. the Raton thing. See, um, now we're getting and into an area that feel like the South. Is it questionable, or it, it, it's, it's questionable own, if it is the South? Yeah. <laughs> when you get We've that just low. lost some listeners. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so, just so different. It does yeah. seem like culturally, it doesn't match up with. Yeah, the, the slow and the southern hospitality the that we love. Yeah. So. Anything else? I mean, I think if you're talking fishing, like if you're a fisher, a loving lover of fishing, you got to go to the Keys. I mean, it's not feeling very southern, but that's where the best fishing is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got its own vibe. Yeah. Um, also, best places for saltwater fishing that I looked up. Okay. PCB, Panama City. Love it. Outer Banks. Okay. Virginia Beach, which I've heard is pretty cool. I could see that. Um, and even Southeast Louisiana and Galveston, Texas. For fishing? For fishing. Okay. Saltwater fishing. Okay. So there's some, I wanted to mention that for some of our people who love that. And then I just had a couple lists, if you don't mind, that Do I wanted to, to read. Because if you're planning a trip, um, actually just in April... Southern Living had a list of the best beach towns. 
Okay. Which to me is kind of a fun list because it's not saying best beach. It's right. the best beach town. It's the whole town. And for somebody who likes more than just the beach, yeah. this was important to me. And I thought the list was very interesting. Okay. Number one, Hilton Head Island. There you go. Number two, Destin, Florida. Okay. Number three, Panama City, Florida. Okay. Number four, Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, which I don't think is far from Outer Banks. Oh, okay. I'm not positive of that. Uh, Number five, Orange Beach. Oh, see. Alabama. A lot of them we mentioned here. Number six, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Number seven, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Number eight, St. Simons Island, Georgia. Number nine, Pauly's Island, South Carolina. Okay, I've heard of that. And number 10, Isle of Palms, South Carolina. So how funny that a lot of our list. I think it's really funny that both Panama City and and Destin Destin are on there. And they're number two and number three. And, but it's kind of right because they're very different. They're very different. From each other. So you could do them both very easily on one trip. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But. And then a couple other lists that I thought, again, it kind of verified kind of some of the things that we Validate us. Come on. Yes. The Travel Channel has the top 10 beaches in America. Oh, okay. So I was only going to mention the southern ones. Number two, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay. Number five was Clearwater, Florida. Okay. Which is also beautiful. Yeah. I've been there. And number 10 is Cape Hatteras, which is in the Outer Banks. Okay. So that's the three... That Travel Channel had in their Three top ten. Ones. Okay. Because, I mean, they've even got several in Hawaii and, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. if you're looking at America. Yeah. That's pretty dang good that yeah. we got three. Um, and then TripAdvisor. I thought that's an interesting one to look at because people are picking. That's true. You know. Yeah. People's what, Choice Awards. And so, in their top, um, I don't remember if it was 15. I can't remember. But here's the ones from the South. Number one, Clearwater, Florida. Number three, Panama City. Okay. Number four, St. Pete, Florida. Okay. Uh, St. Petersburg. Number five, Pensacola, yep. Florida. Number also near six, Panama City. That's right. Number six was Siesta Key. Okay. Florida. Number eight, St. Augustine. I want to go there. I want to go there, too. Never okay. been. Tons of history. Yeah. You know, with being so old. Yeah. For our, well, for our country. Yeah. So old. And number nine, Fort Lauderdale. So, that's the... TripAdvisor's top list. Those were the southern ones. Disagree with Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm gonna have to put <laughs> put a um, pause on that one. I don't know who picked those, but well, they didn't ask me, they didn't so ask that's us, why did I didn't they? get nominated. Well, that was a good list. Yeah, I think so we've thrown think- out some good accolades, and I feel like there's always somehow new beaches popping up in popularity. How that happens, I'm not sure. I don't either. But I guess as new new places get developed, there's new attention drawn to it. So next year we may have a very different Different opinion if there's something else that's popped up. Well, I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Peaches and beaches. Peaches and beaches. That's a wrap. We are so thankful that you joined us here And again, we hope that you will subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and make sure if you are enjoying it to share it with a friend and give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Very much. And go see Steel Magnolias in the theater this week. Yeah. Go to Fathom Events to get your tickets. 